Welcome back to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast with Tolu Talks and Arnold Reasons. Um, if it's your first time listening, we're on a series right now, um, or going through the book which I wrote called After the Altar Call. Tolu, what's After the Altar Call? It's a book about what happens after the altar call. And if you don't know what the altar call is, it is when you go to the altar and surrender your life to to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Mm. So this is about what happens after that moment, um, because that's really just the beginning of the journey. There's mm. there's a lot more goodness um, to come. Um, and it's likened to that verse that you talk about where, you know, the man finds gold in the field mm. um, and then he sells everything to buy the field and then it's that lifetime of digging in the field to find more gold basically mm, amazing i love that bro i think we need to save that for the ads yeah. <laughs> <laughs> amazing so yeah so we've been going through each chapter um, we've done several parts kind of just talking through some of the content and then mm. some of the the things that we're thinking around it things that went into it all of that kind of stuff and today today we're on chapter number six Chapter number six, the fight for spiritual sight. Mm. I'm excited about this one. Mm. And I can't even remember what's in it. <laughs> Go for it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking um, lie, I'll tell you the truth. I'm, I'm excited to find out as we go. <laughs> so... There are two equal and opposite errors into which our race can fall about the devils. One is to believe in their existence... One, sorry, one is to disbelieve in their existence. The other is to believe and to feel an excessive and unhealthy interest in them. They themselves, the devils, are equally pleased by both errors and hail a materialist or a magician with the same delight. That's from C.S. Lewis, The Screwtape Letters. Mm. We learnt in one of the earlier chapters that the prison doors have been burst open for all believers, freeing us from the chains of sin. What we didn't go into was the person who is extremely frustrated by our freedom, Satan. The very accuser, Revelation 12 verse 10, who rejoiced at our imprisonment, gnashed his teeth as he saw Jesus settle our sin debt. He watched powerlessly as Christ stripped him of the authority he once had over us. Colossians 2 verse 13 to 15. The scriptures show us that our enemy goes around like a raging lion looking for a victim to consume. 1 Peter 5 verse 8. This doesn't mean we have to be scared of him since he's already defeated. Luke 10 19, Colossians 2 13 to 15. I can't overemphasize this enough. All authority was given to Jesus Christ, our Lord, Shepherd and Savior. Matthew 28 18. Jesus gave this authority to us, God's children. This goes from brand new converts to seasoned and mature Christians. We have authority over all the power of the enemy. Luke 10.19 Darkness does not and cannot overcome light. John 1.5 As children of light, 1 Thessalonians 5.5 We shine in the darkness. We overcome it and change the atmosphere from darkness to light. Ephesians 5.8-14 We have no need to be afraid of Satan wizards, witches, warlocks, or anything from the kingdom of darkness. But we do have to stay constantly aware of Satan's cunning ways, knowing that he preys on the ignorant, the unsuspecting, and the naive. See 1 Peter 5 8, 2 Corinthians 2 11. Those he may devour. If we want to be victorious, we can't afford to walk through life relying only on our five senses. 
God is spirit, John 4.24. As his children made in his image and walking in the restored God nature, nature we need to engage with the spiritual. Mm. I think um, part of why I think I was excited even just from the the chapter title mm. was because I think this is one of those things that can really really make the difference when it comes to our experience as believers here on earth because mm. Like even looking at the example of what C.S. Lewis wrote about the two extremes, either being completely ignorant of the mm. fact that there is a um, there is a devil and there are demons mm. and there is a um, a kingdom of darkness which desires and hopes for our downfall. Mm. Um, being ignorant of that can be such a like costly thing mm. right because you literally walk through life interpreting everything that's happening everything that's going on around you purely based on what we see mm. and like that leads to things like somebody acting out mm. rather than us being able to see the agenda of the kingdom of darkness being executed through that person maybe in that moment mm. I'm not saying they didn't give permission or they were <laughs> like they didn't have any responsibility that's definitely there too but mm. the bigger play is whether it was driven by the the direct involvement of demonic activity or whether mm. it is something that the kingdom of darkness celebrates and hopes would aggravate us to the point where we would now start acting out too the fact is that there is a kingdom that celebrates at the very least that that is happening and wants that mm. to happen. Mm. And so if I'm ignorant of the fact that this kingdom of darkness even exists, I'm not even going to identify that as an opportunity for me to stumble. Mm. I'm going to think, nah, this brother's acting mad. Mm. And now I now start stepping into pride and all sorts of things that I shouldn't be mm. because I'm interpreting according to the natural. Mm. Whereas if on the other side of the extreme <laughs> I could now interpret every single opportunity where people act out yeah. as ah, the devil's trying to get me or oh, the devil is this <laughs> kind of thing and now absolve people of responsibility that they have mm. within the decisions they make to um, behave how they decide to behave do you get mm. what I'm saying and so mm. it becomes a thing where I'm now wrestling with the demon of the, the northeast of the United Kingdom rather than dealing with the person themselves, right? Mm. Mm. Um, and so I think both sides have extremes. Sorry, both of those extremes have problems um, in terms of how they affect how we live. Mm. And I think it's really finding the, 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 the approach that is consistent with the kingdom of light because... What I see in the approach of the kingdom of light is being able to know that in some situations, someone may do or say something and I have to say, get behind me, Satan. Mm. Right? Not mm. because I am saying that that person is Satan, mm. but because what I may see in that situation is Satan's attempt to lure me in to act according to my flesh. 
or to lure me in to act in a way that or to respond or to address something a way that is inconsistent mm. with the kingdom of light mm. I think what you're talking about in a way is, is balance yeah and I think that there needs to be balance about so many things because I think it was Kenneth Hagen he said you know there is a middle road where we should walk and then ditches of error on either side mm. so it's like you know whether it's about demons where you're saying you know one side is the ditch of they just don't exist don't be silly the yeah. other ditch is you know oh my gosh everything is demons like we walk the middle road of yes they do exist yeah but you know we also have dominion i'm not looking for devils around every corner Come on. yeah <laughs> you know so and it's similar with prosperity gospel like there's a middle ground of prosperity in terms of what God wants for us of, you know, mm. there's the ditch of, nope, we have to be poor and lacking for everything. And then there's the <laughs> other side of the ditch, which is the side that people really hate, you know, where it's like, you know, we won't even name it, but let's walk, <laughs> walk the middle ground. <laughs> let's walk the middle ground of, of understanding. <laughs> nah, he's not going there. He's not going there. <laughs> um, so let's walk the middle ground of, of biblically understanding what is it that God wants from us, for us, mm. in terms of prosperity mm. um, and wealth and those kind of things. And with all of these things in faith, it's about that middle ground, walking the road in the middle of balance and understanding, you know. Mm. For real, man. So the next bit says, fighting an enemy we can't physically see. Mm. As Christians, we're fighting an enemy we can't see with our natural eyes. Because of this, we need to study and understand his weapons and strategies. Otherwise, we can easily walk blindly into a spiritual ambush. Our enemy is constantly seeking to sift us like wheat. Luke 22:31. So what we don't know about him can really hurt us. Hosea 4:6. I think, you know, we have this thing of like ignorance is bliss. Mm. Like it's so untrue. Mm, mm, you know, like mm, it's, mm. it's actually what you don't know that does hurt you. 100%. You know? um, our ignorance of his cunning strategies gives him a huge advantage over us. See 2 Corinthians 2.11. Our war is spiritual and not fought according to the natural things of this world. 2 Corinthians 10.4-6. Our battle is against rulers, authorities, cosmic powers and spiritual forces of evil. Ephesians 6.12. A key part of the restored God nature is the mind. We have now been given access to the mind of Christ, which is the very mind of God. See 1 Corinthians 2.16 and Colossians 1.15. According to this mind, we now have the ability to go beyond our limited natural understanding and interpretations of life. We can now see things from heaven's perspective. Mm. This is essentially the gift of spiritual sight. How do you think we, we grow spiritual. in our ability of, of spiritual, spiritual sight? I think this is such a good question, bro. And it's a good question because, and this, it excites me even thinking about the question because I, I feel mm. like there's so much it unlocks. How we grow in spiritual sight, I think is number one, by acknowledging our need for spiritual sight, first of all. Mm. Because if we don't even see that it's something necessary or something that is a part of this journey as a believer, mm. we're not going to pursue it. So I think that that um, knowledge and awareness of the need for it, first of all, is important. Mm. And I think once we get beyond that, spiritual sight is something that I think we gain the more that we adopt his way of seeing life. So practically, it's 
learning what he defines as right, what he defines as wrong, what he defines as reflective of his order and what he defines as the things that are out of order. Mm. And I think that happens again now, practically speaking, through reading his word Mm. and meditating on what we see in the scriptures as well. Um, and I think there's a difference between the two because reading is, yes, I'm reading it like text and I'm getting the information, but the meditation I found in my journey has been where I've taken maybe a portion of the scriptures, maybe even a verse and I've not just read it, but I've literally allowed it to be chewed in my thoughts throughout the day, throughout different times, whilst I'm driving, I'm reflecting on it. But what were you saying when you said this? What was the reason for this? Like, what are the important factors that I might miss in reading this as text that you want me to see and learn? And I think that as as simple as an, of an answer as it may be, I think it's true that the scriptures are, like the, the Bible says it in Psalms, the entrance of your word brings light. Brings light. Mm. Mm thy word is a lamp unto my feet feet and a light unto my path like Mm. so it's Mm. the the tool one of the main tools he has given us is his written word and i think what's amazing about the scriptures is that like the scriptures are jam-packed with not just information for us to follow like you know that whole thing people say of basic instructions before leaving earth Mm. I don't know if no, I... No, I don't. What? Yeah, bro. They take the, the word Bible, use it as an acronym, and some people actually say it like that's actually what it was originally meant to be, but basic instructions oh. before leaving Earth. Um, I I don't... <laughs> I don't think it's something that I would use to describe the scriptures because the scriptures definitely has a whole lot of instructions in it, mm. but it has a lot more than that because we mm. also have accounts of people who walked according to his way, but then also a bunch of people maybe even the same people who at different points mm. walked inconsistently with his way mm. right and it's an extension of just i guess the human experience and i think how he's interacted with us since the beginning of time mm. and so all of that to say i think that the scriptures give us practical things to like explicitly know okay love your love your enemies do good to those that persecute you like we have certain explicit things that give us the the ability to in a situation now when i see somebody who has just cursed me choose not to curse them back but instead speak a blessing over them Mm. like that's spiritual sight because in reading his scriptures in seeing what he has taught me it helps me to be able to take and this is the difference between being a hearer and a doer of the word it helps me take the information that i've read it helps me take the reflections and the takeaways from the meditations and go into my real world and now see things differently than I otherwise would have because I'm influenced by what I'm seeing in the scriptures and it's helping me to change practically how I interpret what's going on in the world around me. And I think part of me actually wonders, and I know this sounds a bit weird, Mm. but is the word by itself enough and Mm. the reason i ask that is because there is a combination of the word and the spirit Mm. 
in terms of the Holy Spirit has been giving to us as our helper, as our advocate. He yeah. will help us to understand the word better, to know, okay, in this exact situation that yeah. isn't really in my Bible, how do I still yeah. do the word of God? How do I yeah. still do the word of God? Yeah, And that's yeah. why I think yeah. it's that combination of the word and the spirit. And I think yeah. that's part of what comes from what you were talking about with meditation. Yeah. You know, as you meditate on the word, you have the author of the word there with you in the Holy Spirit mm. to mm. help you to really understand when it says the entrance of his word brings light. What does that mean practically mm. for me? Mm. How do I let the word enter into my situation to mm. illuminate it, to bring that light? Mm. And that's why I think that the word and the spirit together is so important. I agree. I agree. And I think that makes the difference between how academics mm. look at the scriptures, whether mm. they're believers or not. Mm. Um versus how we as kingdom citizens apply the scriptures because there's nothing wrong with being an academic at all Mm. like Mm. there are believers and people within the kingdom who are more academically inclined that's absolutely fine Mm. but i think it's the extra step is literally where like you're saying the holy spirit helps us to not just read and regurgitate his word but Mm. to actually execute it Mm. and to to know the difference between, I think it's the difference between knowledge and wisdom, Ooh. is that wisdom is the application of that knowledge in its mm. right context in a given mm. situation. So like what you're saying, like there are gonna be situations in 2023, which I can't find an exact cut and paste, mm. like black and white, this is that the way that thou shalt go in this situation in the scriptures. But it is through the Holy Spirit mm. that we're able to take his principles and apply his way and execute his way mm. beyond just the, just the letter of the text. Exactly. Exactly. It gives, it gives that deeper understanding and that instruction in terms of my situation right now. Yeah. And this, and this is it. I think it's, I think you really hit on something important with the whole point about just more than the word, but also the word and the spirit, mm. because I, I think that that may be even a limiting point that holds us back from a richer experience as mm. his children and has, as his um, kingdom citizens. Because if, if I'm, if I'm not, exploring the scriptures intentionally leaning on inviting the holy spirit asking the holy spirit questions like i'm literally just gonna see it as well it's not in the text so there's no application Mm. Mm. i think that's actually where a lot of people feel a bit stuck because Mm. It's like they know that they should go to the Bible for advice, but yeah, they might yeah. not be able to find something that really fits their situation. Yeah. Mm. Let me ask you a question, actually. In your journey, what was it that helped you to understand how to, I guess, apply the spirit and the word rather than just the letter of the word, if that makes sense? That's a really good question. Um <coughs> 
to be honest, I think it was probably there were some teachings um, that I used to listen to by this guy called Keith Moore, mm. um, and he does like ten, ten episode series on one thing. You know, would Jesus wear a Rolex. Would Jesus wear a Rolex? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that guy, um, <laughs> and he did some a series on you know how to hear from God, how to walk with the Holy Spirit, that, that kind of thing, mm. and just really expanded on the practicalities. And he really uses the Word and the Spirit, you know, mm. to demonstrate like how we should live our lives. And mm. I think it was just getting around some teaching actually that really helped me to understand like ah. Because it was the Holy Spirit speaking through him. And as I'm listening to it, the Holy Spirit unpacking things to me. Mm. That really makes the difference to say, oh, okay. So actually when I'm going through a situation, I should ask the Holy Spirit, like, what do I do? Mm. You know, and sometimes scriptures will come up and they'll come up in a different way than I've known them before. Yeah. And then I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, like, for example, that in, I think it's in Samuel, one of the Samuels, when David and his army, their wives, families, everything had been taken or whatever it was. Mm. And there are two two instances where David asked God what to do, right? Mm. And the situation seemed pretty much identical, but the advice each time was different. So mm. for me, that really showed me that, look, actually, you need to ask. You know, ask in each situation, even if you think you've seen it before. Mm. Ask, because God knows different things to what we know. And he mm. wants to show us. He wants to walk with us. He wants mm. us to have that interaction with him. Mm, 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 mm. When the scripture states that we're now seated with Christ in heavenly places, Ephesians 2, 6, mm. this reveals not just a positional change of intimacy and righteousness, but also a change in perspective. Mm. Our viewpoint is no longer, sorry, our viewpoint no longer has to be horizontal based on our earthly senses and position. Mm. Just like John, we've been invited to come up higher so that we can see things clearly from heaven's point of view. See Revelation mm. 4 verse 1. Among many other advantages, this new perspective enables us to see our enemy and stay alert to his underhanded tactics. So the next part of the book is about people thinking about you know, there's an exercise. What are the positives of seeing from he heaven's perspectives? And what are the negatives mm. of not seeing from heaven's perspective? Mm. And I think that's a really good place for, for us to probably end the episode and for the listeners to have a think about, and even just write it down, like, what do you think are the positives from seeing from heaven's perspectives and what mm. are the negatives from not? Mm, mm, mm. Definitely. Definitely. And if you're interested in the rest of the chapter, the rest of the book... You can find it on Amazon after the article by Arnold Reasons. Mm. Go check that out. And we will catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.